Long past the hour for quitting labour, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognised nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular masons, irregular masons, co-masons, Canadian masons, or internet wannabe masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favour and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this after-lodge banter. Let's see. Now we're going. Now Ah. You know what? I think it would only be fitting... Welcome to episode 266 of the After Lodge podcast. Wow, are we that for we are. This is After Lodge Harlan, joined as always by my intrepid, ever faithful, never vacationing partner in crime, worshipless producer Bruce. Oops. Bruce ain't here. (laughs) What are we doing? We can't do a show without Bruce. Um, we can do a show without you because you're the one that does all the cobbling five different things together to record. Bruce is off in the uh, off in the Rockies, enjoying himself oysters and uh, not getting buried under solid ice like we are right now. If y'all hear that pitter patter in the background, it's it's ugly. It's real ugly here. It's still um, raining here. Yeah, it might sound like that. Have you opened the door? Yep. Can you open the door without a chisel? Um, I hate I hate ice, and we live in an area that's uh, this part of Pennsylvania has a propensity for getting ice that just. Coats well, congratulations, everything. Harlan! You actually just made a comment that's actually appropriate for Western Pennsylvania. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, is that the new theme song tonight? Ice Ice Baby. There we go. No Lord. Maybe. All right. But well, who we do have in lieu of worshipless producer <coughs> is Sir John, who's Hi, spinning the discs and running that uh, DJ table over there. Yeah. Yeah. Here to raise all sorts of hell. <laughs> and uh, Chuck is back. That's your own damn fault. Fresh on the heels of his uh, <laughs> riveting presentation about. Some nonsense that uh, us Scottish Rite brethren don't know about, and uh, you're just in the wrong right. Yeah, yeah, we got no. Our right uh, will never die. So there's why. Why would we care? We have a uh, big oh, Jeff. Oh, oh. <laughs> wow! And uh, the taunting voice in the background, who's digging into me already, and we haven't even finished the intros, is our old friend, uh, brother McNeely, the fourth. Is that the uh, is that a, the appropriate the appropriate grand, label? Grand title here. The fourth or IV always work. IV, huh? He's yeah. John and Mize get out of jail free card tonight. Yeah, pretty much. He call I him Ivy with that hair. Love the hair, brother. Thank you. We also have John's only friend who's willing to admit it, who <laughs> changed his name and turned his camera off, so I, I don't know if I'm supposed to tell anybody who that actually is. 
No, he's he's good because I'm going to throw him under the bus. That's Sean Gardner, my potentate. He's been on the show before. The problem is he's got another meeting going simultaneously, so he's going to be in a- <laughs> Because, and, and, the, and the show he was on has not been posted yet, so eh. uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, because he has never a shortage of like three meetings at one time. And well, and he is also the other grand commander that is on tonight's meeting. Yes, yeah, we we have two on for the first time ever. It's a lot of uh... which is why I'm wearing my widow son stuff and nothing that says Knights Templar. A lot of purple people eating going on tonight. Oh. Um, Off with his head. Wrong <laughs> meeting. There he is. Well, the potentate has spoken, John. Yeah. Well, let's talk. First off, before we get too far down the shoot, we got to talk. So, about- which head does he mean? No, no, no. I was about to say we got to talk about you giving your balls a tug because apparently that's the that was the ramp up conversation. Oh no! I gave a talk at my at the my chapter meeting tonight and. uh as I'm an engineer and not funny or clever, as all you all, as all the listeners know, um, apparently, despite the fact that I have a giant god complex when it comes to being an engineer, I have no confidence when it comes to me doing anything esoterically inclined. And McNeely decided to reach up my asshole, reach down through my mouth, reach up my balls, and pull them back up through my torso, back to my intestines, <laughs> and out my own asshole. I give your balls a tug. So he was being. Alrighty high. then. Why is wow. That and <laughs> he looked me in the eye when he did it. Oh, oh! That's how you know it was real. No Vaseline necessary. Nope. And he didn't. And there's there was no kissing the lips. Or no, tell me how it's pretty either. Yeah. He doesn't seem like the type for good aftercare either. So yeah. Wow. Uh, wow. <laughs> well, I mean, the haircut gives that away. Hey, well, no, he likes it when he, he likes it when his wife pulls his hair. Wait, you, you don't? Don't tell her oh, that because she will hurt me. Oh, she yeah. will hurt me so that. bad. And, and will kill. And will use me as a bad to beat you to death. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I said that. Please mute that out. She'll hurt me. <laughs> I, I was gonna say, several of you have met her. Oh, I'm just oh god, I'm gonna die. We don't care about keeping James happy. We want to keep happy because it's dangerous. I know. And she's one of my elk. Yeah. Yeah. I should know better. God, why don't I ever learn? Well, all right. So uh, we got Bruce off in the Rockies staring at moose nuts. Oh, right. Yes, Bruce. uh, Bruce discovered that there are moose in in the Rockies. There's also wolverines and bears. Yeah. And most importantly, and most dangerous of all, are uh, Denverites. I would say Rocky Mountain oysters. That, that that's what I said, isn't it? <laughs> okay, oh, why wow. are we yet again going back to give your nuts a tug? Well, I, I mean, it's just a good philosophy overall. I'm pretty sure you can find that in Marcus Aurelius's meditation somewhere. It's definitely a Manly P. Hall. God, you hate I that see guy. what you did there. <laughs> I do hate that. Guy. Man, you hate that guy. Uh, Dead, Chuck. Let it go. Never. That's 
So what's going on in Western Pennsylvania? Other than you guys are complaining about ice while Chuck's up to his balls in snow and I'm... No, 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 no. No, see, you say you can have feet of snow and it's not nearly as bad as a couple of inches of ice. They are completely different things. Oh, no, 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 Harlan. (laughs) So we had feet of snow and then a layer of ice on top of that with more snow on top of that. And then ice after the fact because it melted just enough to give us a little parfait of snow ice and ice. Another layer of ice. Yes, but the ice is easier to break when it has snow under it. That's worse. You could still shovel it when there's snow. (laughs) When it's just a sheet of ice, you you're just you you can't salt it. You can't shovel it. You can't. There's nothing to be done. And Jeff, Uh, it's easier to shatter your back if there's snow on the ice and as opposed to ice on the snow. That's Uh, true too. Yeah. When I still when I still had a house, I used to. I would use my snowblower to clear my driveway and I get to the end after they plowed with all that salt and that brick wall that was there. And I actually had a pickaxe and a pry bar to make the boulders roll into my yard so I could get out because my snowblower, my new England snowblower could not cut through that bullshit. And we are ill-equipped here. (laughs) We don't have New England snowblowers because, you know, it snows like once a year here for an inch. Yeah, and up here they also... I've heard in in western Pennsylvania there is nothing but snowblowers. Oh, wait, that's illicit drugs. Never mind. Sorry. Wrong type of snow. (laughs) Oh, James, Western Western Pennsylvania, it's meth. Get it right. Also, yeah, I don't know what kind of meth you've heard of, but it, it definitely doesn't look like snow here. More, <laughs> more like couch fuzz. Well, isn't that what normal snow looks like in western Pennsylvania? Yeah, it looks no. like the meth that it exactly. soaked up when it hit the ground. Yeah. <sighs> so we're, we're going to get, we're gonna, let's get all the joy out of us. So, because now. When nations behave badly on the <laughs> After Lodge podcast. It wasn't yeah. me. Well, yes, we behave badly on the After Lodge podcast every time we record. Right. You. I just want to spank him. Wait, me. Spanking, spanking. That's the After After Lodge. Oh, we don't right. kink shame, guys. That's, that's when my wife listens to this and then I go back upstairs. Got it. Shaming is wrong. But again, so I will lead because I have, well, I mean, nothing I say shocks anyone in my jurisdiction who knows me. We have had, unfortunately, due to COVID uh, restrictions, uh, some various Masonic bodies acting like a bunch of <laughs> clowns. And that's a uh, yep. technical term there, Mr. Engineer? That is a technical term. Okay. That, 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 it's an SI unit, by the way. So we, of course, have the issue with that one that came out today with the optional nerd body. <laughs> the Grand College of Rights. Yep. Take it away, circus. Uh, okay, so the Grand College of Rights, the only uh, the only key to membership is you have to be a master mason. It falls in line with stuff like Blue Friars, Masonic Society. It's technically a research body, even though they don't do any research. They just storehouse old degree systems. Um, it's the place where you can go if you want to read about uh order of strict observance in Memphis Miserum and still be considered a regular member of the craft in the United States. 
And every year they have their annual meeting at Masonic Week. Well, that's not happening because of COVID. But because of complete, utter lack of sense, foresight, planning, uh, and head out of ass, they have sent out an email or sent out a message today. It was on Facebook. I haven't even gotten it through like my email because I'm, I'm a member. But I got it off their Facebook page. Good job, guys. Um, that they're not doing the annual session, or they're doing the annual session, they're doing it online, but it's not open to even all the membership. It is a considered an executive council meeting. So it's the current elected officers, past elected officers, and like appointed officers. Yep. And that's who gets to vote this year. Are so the officers get to vote for themselves. That's not sketchy. No, not at all. No, that's not. Now, 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 one of the big issue is, is that this is, this is not malicious intent. This is just due to this poor plan. Yeah, this isn't, this isn't malicious. This is sheer stupid. This well, is... so John. Yes. My, my question, Circus, my question on that is so the Grand College of Rights is trying to be like any any Scottish Rite body. Have to remember, there are only 33 Scottish Rite Masons in the Northern Masonic jurisdiction, as well as in the Southern jurisdiction. Uh, no, the Southern yeah. jurisdiction is actually one less down, and we'll get to that one later. Yeah, but, uh, fair but if the Grand uh, College of but, Rites was remotely as cool as the Grand Council of the Southern jurisdiction of the Scottish Rite, that would be one thing. It's not where John. I remember. So am I. So am I. I I pay dues to be a member, and I get to vote because it's a Masonic body with an elected head, with an elected executive board. But apparently, it's not because nobody had enough foresight to plan a contingency plan ahead of time. Because their argument was, "Oh, we don't have enough time to vet people." You could have started a little like a and, and of course we're going to point out that uh, there is somebody in, on this phone call called the fourth who was elected and installed uh, and has been presiding over a, a certain body all year and also I helped him check people in for the general grand council and we had people from all over the world and we were able to do this it yeah. was not easy or trivial I will point that out it was actually. Um, I will tell you, there was no worse day in my life when the battery in my mouse died as that did that morning when I was helping James out. But I assure you, if I can check guys in who don't speak English from the other side of the freaking planet, uh, a body only in the United States should be able to figure this out. Yeah, and that's the other thing is you guys did that live and in person. The guy that's picked that up and turned that into a, a encapsulated package that he can give to Masonic bodies, granted you'll pay for it, but a meeting in a box that's was done at the international level for you guys is Sean Gardner, who's also on this call. He just happens to be on the other meeting at the moment. Oh, no, no, no. He's my tech support. See? I'm the one who's got the box. Oh! He built the box. See? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, there's literally three guys on this call that could do that for Grand College if they would go like this and pull real hard and go and pull the rectum off from around their neck. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. And I know all the guys that are 
other executive board guys are all like senior York leadership, like Grand Encampment, Grand General Grand, General Grand. And it's people that should have at least a grasp of maybe backup planning or, you know, wanting to keep the craft involved. Yeah. So, and, yeah, and, it's not spite, it's stupidity. And I'll, and, I'll, and and now we have the one that's pushing into the envelope of <coughs> not pure, not spite, but something that, that's definitely not it, it might be stupidity or it may be something else with the Grand Lodge of New York. Yep, that's your ball. You take that one and run with it. <clears throat> um, so it, it, it came out and uh, again, HODAP is uh, a plethora of public pantsing of grand anythings when they do things that are publicly stupid. And we all appreciate him for this because, again, uh, it is 2021, and I can't believe I have to keep reminding people of this, that the Internet is a thing, and it exists, and no matter how much, and this is something that's going to lead into the third topic of tonight, that you cannot pretend doesn't exist, and telling people it doesn't exist doesn't make, it doesn't means, still means it exists, and you still have to deal with repercussions. So the Grand Master of New York issued an edict that claimed that pretty much, yeah, uh, we can't figure out how to get we're sta- our state's too big, uh, so we're just going to, by edict, we're all just going to be in our seats for next year. And then uh, he issued a statement after he got publicly pantsed by HODAP, and then, <laughs> and then uh, the jurisprudence committee of New York was like, no, we got to figure out how to do this, so... Some other people are reprimanding him probably due to the public flogging he got. And as I said, if we can do an international organization uh, checking people in from all over the world, that New York is, well, they are a bigger state than the one I'm in. They're not as big as some of these other states, and they're uh, out west and have done everything through Zoom. And they sure as f- aren't as big as the entire damn planet Earth. Less than, you know, I mean, that's, that's, so that's where we are in that one. And, you know, we have the fourth who may be able to comment on something a bit more coherent than my ranting, but. So the new New York situation is an unfortunate. Now, I understand why the decision was made. I, you know, I think especially with the guys that they have within the Grand Lodge of New York, the brothers, yeah, that that is a grand jurisdiction that should be able to put this together and pull this off without any problem. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at the end of the day, do I think uh, that the most worshipful has any ill intent? Absolutely not. I, and these are individuals that I can say I do know. Um, you know, if you have the opportunity, and I was one of those because I am friends with them, the Grand Treasurer had posted an open letter. And I believe Hodap has republished it. I think he found a copy. He did. Um, read, read that letter because it is a really good letter. But the most worshipful's reply to that 
while it doesn't necessarily address all of the issues, he, he is not trying to be malicious. He is not. There is no ill intent. And, and again, trying to do what he feels is best for the craft. And again, one of the reasons I'm bringing one of the reasons some of us are bringing all this up, especially with with uh, Circus and myself, and, and the fact that you're on this call actually helps. You know, you are one of my biggest influences in masonry since I've moved to our jurisdiction. Um, you're one of you and your predecessor and your current position are probably the and and, and the other guys in our bodies have done more for me in masonry than I can ever imagine. And, you know, it absolutely hurts me when, you know, you, your entire year as, as grand commander is spent via screens. Like, you know, I understand, like, you know, I, I'm head of a body right now and it, it, it does suck. Like, you, you know, you work all this time to get to these positions and then you don't really get to go do the fun parts, but there is something to be said for a man leading an organization through really rough times that we should all take for granted when they do it. Cause they're really doing it. Not for themselves at this point, like the guys who are leading our fraternity through this past year are doing it for all of us. Yeah. And some of them are doing a lot of work and, you know, And it sucks when, especially like I, I understand, like it really sucks when you're you're what's supposed to be your big thing, hullabaloo, and you don't get to do it. Like, you know, I was, I mean, John Circus and I were definitely all about you know, you know, being able to to see you get installed and, and go through your year. I mean, I I was definitely looking forward to that, and so was it, I. Yeah, I, I know, I know, and it sucks. And but here's the other thing, and and this is one of the reasons I brought this. I went, I, you know, did, when John and I were rabble rousing. As I said, the internet's a thing, and I am finding it harder and harder as someone who is involved in the Masonic interwebs to answer questions. The same question. Because with this, and, and uh, before we get into the next thing, uh, and uh, wait, I, I think we got more to cover on this thing before we get into the next thing because that's gonna I'm not, I'm not going to get that, but I'm, I'll make a comment because we're not going to get into the next thing. But for, for but here's the thing: the internet, as I said, exists, and I am finding more and more like prospective members, newer Masons, who. I, I had a guy I talked with this weekend about joining Freemasonry who he Googled something about Freemasonry and the first thing that came up was what we're going to talk is the third topic tonight. And so, there were some topic and talking about certain things because again I understand there's certain issues about jurisdictions but at some point a lot of guys don't that and it's getting harder and harder to reconcile some of these the comments they make and now I'll go back to you Jim because you're so, 
so, you know, and I don't disagree with any of that. You know, at the end of the day, with the New York situation, the one I feel most sad for is Right Worshipful Kessler, the Deputy Grandmaster. Talk about one of the nicest guys I have met within our craft. Hardworking, you know, he was, and I can only imagine the heartbreak he's feeling, even even though it's only a delay. That delay is enough, just given everything else that's going on with this global situation, you know, that's got to hurt. Flat out. He is the one I probably feel, well, I honestly, I, I do feel bad for him because it hurts. It's not fun um, from a craft standpoint. And like, again, I, I will say this again. The most worshipful Grandmaster, I truly believe that there is no ill will or intent to make th- make this into a power grab. He has served honorably. He has served to the best of his abilities. And, you know, you can argue whether he's been, whether his communication and leadership has been the best style of all. But, you know, we elect our leaders to do the best job that they can. And some guys are much better at communicating to their officer, to their grand officers. You know, no, John's it, it, only, fr- only admitted friend on this call is much better at communicating with his grand officers it, it, than, than the current grand commander of your jurisdiction. And, and you know, I can say that with all honesty. And um, so does, but does that necessarily make the current grandmaster evil or power grabber? Absolutely not. It is just a difference no. in style. You, um, you got bad, you got the, con, you, know, you, you, you know, you got everything. You got bad counsel. Right. And, issues, and, you know, is, communication issues, and communication and, and lack and, of leadership will always kill and the, an organization. The, the bigger issue with this one is it, it came out right after the colossal shit show that uh, we're going to be talking about later. Unfortunately, exactly, it happens at the exact same time, and that we've got the shit show going on from. Well, you know, I've always said that there's from another jurisdiction. I have always said that there are certain jurisdictions that I think the grand, that the conference of grandmasters should really reevaluate. Well, it's hard when you're the number two guy be... who's running it. What? Well, isn't he the the one who's pulling all this mess? The number he, two guy. He's the number two. Yes. Yeah. Well, we all know what number twos are. Yeah. I'm, yeah. But before we go down that that shoot of of just. An outhouse of masonry. When it comes to New York and Grand College of Rights, poor planning does not allow you to circumvent, supersede, or ignore 
or constitution. And the things are delineated and placed in there and codified. And the other issue is is that optics are a thing. And even, you know, it it doesn't, you, you don't have to have any ill will intent, but as someone who's gotten chewed out real good by people on this call, you can have the, you can have the best of intentions and still be like, dude, what's wrong with you? Because sometimes you need to reach out to that person who will go, no, look, that's a great idea. Your heart's in the right place, but your head's up your ass. Stop it. And, um, as someone who is a, can be at times a bit of a firebrand, I no. do appreciate when that happens. So, John, yeah, Mr. Circus, if you would. Oh, you want me to ramp up the third talking point? Okay. I so again so, um, I'm going to simply point out that this whole concept sent me to a level when I read this, and this isn't the first time I've read an article like this on Hunter's blog. But I will simply say that it, this is the kind of article that sends me to a level of pissed off that I'm going to refer to as Old Testament. So I would like to hear a member of our attempting to be a member of the clergy who may be more grounded fellow. <laughs> man the cannons and get them broadside. I, like right, I, I don't know if I should have laughed at that. <laughs> I like the fact that Jeff laughed harder at that than I did. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, John. <laughs> hey, Jeff Rose met me. He knows he knows what I'm about. <laughs> All right. So once upon a time, I, as a bit of a rampant, was stationed in a state that has an army base in it. As was I. Yeah. And not only is the base kind of an armpit, so is most of the state. And I mean that in the most I'm a Yankee and y'all suck kind of way possible. Because the state to the north of it that has north before the title is actually not bad. The state to the south of it, I kind of like. I'm a big fan of Savannah. South Carolina, the... the, 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 You mean that state in between? Yeah, yeah. We're not talking about Fort Bragg here. No, 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 no. No, we're talking about South Carolina. we're, we're, We're talking about Fort Jackoff. I mean, Jackson. Yeah, Fort Jerkweed. Um, I don't. Uh, I'll figure out how to slice this later. <laughs> you know, Jeff, when you want to hassle me about why shows take so long. Sorry, Harlan. Well, I mean, sometimes it's uh, it's pretty obvious. Uh, y- yeah. So, pity sprinkles. What? Again, take us away, John. So, we- weave us a tale of woe. My my pre-existing disdain for the state of South Carolina, notwithstanding. Um, they have a, uh, well, technically now arguably had mm, past grandmaster there who I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, James, uh, and Chuck and actually Harlan was, he is, or was the Lieutenant. He was the, he was the SGIG for South Carolina. Was he SGIG, but was he also, he was the Lieutenant commander for the, southern jurisdiction of the Scottish Rite. Which makes him the number two. Right, which makes him Peter to uh, Commander Cole's Jesus. 
um, frankly. Now, I would, I would prefer going with James, but go ahead. Oh, no, that's fair. Well, I mean, you're also marginally slighted on that. So, exactly. Yeah. yeah beloved disciple, just remember that. Um, anyway, so this fine gentleman, and I don't know him by reputation or by name, but I say fine because of how he supposedly got in trouble, pretty noble, held a Zoom call to uh, with a bunch of brethren from his state as a wellness check. Yeah, it was a wellness check. It was a it was a health and mental wellness check. Yeah. Now there wasn't a pledge, there wasn't a prayer, there wasn't it, it wasn't a stated communication, it wasn't a special communication, it wasn't a Masonic communication, it wasn't a Masonic function. It's like this. It's a bunch of Masons that show up at something that's not Masonic. So there's not a jurisdiction technically there. Now the Grand Master of South Carolina arguably probably either being a Luddite or a several other words that I will actually restrain myself from using. You're welcome, Harlan. Put out an edict at the beginning of his two-year term, which, by the way, yuck, which he's like four months into. Um, the edict was there's not going to be any Masonic meetings in South Carolina whatsoever including digital, including Zoom, including conference calls, like a complete bar on any Masonic assemblies whatsoever. There would be absolutely no Masonic inter intercourse allowed by any means. And he, and he includes this to be Masonic intercourse. Absolutely. Yeah, that's where I was going. Is is like, yo, am I am I getting expelled from Southern North Carolina? Is that a yeah? Well, and, and here's the problem: is that while this past Grand Master did get expelled, and that is very unfortunate after a forty year term, this tale gets a lot shittier. Oh, it does. Because the guy because who... because the thing is so. The, I, I think we should take this in two pieces. I and and I say that because I, I really think on its face, the Grand Master issued the edict. No Masonic intercourse whatsoever by virtual means. And unfortunately, unfortunately, the SGIG of the home of the of the valley of Charlestown where many scotch irish came into this country including a certain mcneely household no coming for Dave. what's that nothing go ahead here um you know Unfortunately, on its face, he violated the Grand Master's edict. Correct. No ifs, ands, or buts. And, and we are not, and no one here, and, well, and, and what, well, I will not dispute that with you. However, <laughs> the next point of the argument is now, where it, if you want to go into the fine points of detail ooh. that make up this shit show. Oh, we're going to pick out the corn. We're, yeah, we're gonna no, do that. 
You have a corn. You're a, a career investigator. And a, some and a out of this one. Uh, because the thing, and for our, our glorious listeners who are going to listen to this, um, and, and we do have our, our listeners tuning from. Sorry uh, that you've missed the past twenty minutes of, uh, of of screeching noise time that I pasted in over it. Uh, <laughs> so, so the issue is, our Australian and Canadian listeners are hooked in right now, so they so, have a little bit of color commentary for doing something that fine. He he violated the grand laws, the grand master's edict. Um, <clears throat> great. Um, I'm not going to argue that his edict was overreaching and asinine and luddite, and shows that that state is so far backwards that maybe Sherman should have gone a little bit north and burned the whole thing to the ground. Did he do an inaugural speech about bitching why about millennials aren't joining the craft? Uh, that would I, be I, even I, more. Oh, that would just be ironic. And here's the thing: is that as I said. This story gets so much worse. Is that uh, there was a kangaroo court, and he was. Hey, now uh, that's disparaging the kangaroos. And he was, he was this grandmaster, past grandmaster, was expelled. Oh, but it gets so much better, children. You see, this tale of woe keeps getting stupider. Oh, can I take the football? Oh, please. Wait, are we talking American or Canadian? Uh, it's, behind, it, it's behind the line of scrimmage. The quarterback's pitching. Down. Nope, I'm pitching. We're going to go freaking quarterback to the former wide receiver. Who, to, to the former quarterback is now wide receiver who's going down the field. Yeah, I said football, not soccer. What? Like <laughs> I said, are we punting on third down? This is Canadian. Jesus Christ. So the, 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 the court that was set up to try this uh, past grandmaster the prosecution side was a uh, – let me paint this out a little further first. The prosecution was a guy who was up running, trying to get – or running for grand secretary. Secretary. Of the, yeah, of the Grand Lodge. Oh, he, whoa, whoa, whoa. What? I didn't think we were saying that word. It's fine. Carolina. There, there. Oh, we're not we're doing anything about Kuwait. We're not doing it for your benefit, Harland. We're just, you know, I don't uh, want to keep sitting on my floor over here every time I say it. Um, so the the individual who is the prosecutorial side on this uh, was running, or is running, or is in the contention or in uh, a contender for secretary of the Grand Lodge. Ironically. The only other person who is also <laughs> in the running for it is this past grand master, who this guy was the prosecuting side against and got him booted out. Because for some reason, two guys want to fight over that damn job. Oh, right. But again, there's the other little bit about who prosecuted him is that he, and I'm not going to acknowledge his name on here because um, he doesn't deserve a call out. Who is been a known anti-Prince uh, Hall guy? Yes, and he uses words uh, to for Masons who believe that they should that state should uh, come into the 1990s and recognize, recognize Prince Hall with such words that he might as well be throwing out mainly a bunch of other racial slurs while he does it. L- and, let's put it this way. Two, two grand jurisdictions that he does not care for are Connecticut and, May- and Minnesota. 
number one and number two in the recognition of Prince Hall Mason. And so this noted Got that and, right. well do- and well documented. <laughs> proceeds <laughs> to. <laughs> it's not yeah, wrong. Most worshipful. <laughs> he, yeah, and yes. and the dirty truth is, is that <laughs> while uh, and the grandmaster who got expelled was actually pushing very hard for the recognition of Prince Hall in this stupid backwards redneck Confederate state. Now, now remember, there are only seven states in the U.S. that do not recognize Prince Hall currently. Yes, so they are very much in the minority. And this issue, again, this is not an issue of, well, the excuse may have been due to him violating the Grandmaster's Edict. The fact that he had uh, pretty much a Zoom trial and Which violates it was Grandmaster. It violates the Grandmaster's Edict. The Grandmaster has then, you know, they have pretty much banned, tried, attempted to ban all Facebook and internet communications. And again, I go back to my statement. It is February of 2021. The internet exists. Our ritual was published in 1725. I can buy, you can go on Amazon and right now. Okay. But it's not the real thing. Uh, I don't, look, that's not the point. <laughs> Just disclaiming. I'm, I'm playing, uh, I'm playing defense strategy tonight. Yes. <laughs> Fine, the lawyer in him is playing Damage defense. control. But, <laughs> again, the, you have these same old farts sitting there who have conversations and will have some communications, uh, membership, and meh, and why don't millennials, and by the way, I'm technically a millennial, so f- that shit, and boom, zoomers, and then, why don't they join masonry, why are they doing freemasonry, and why do they quit after, meh, they go MPD, and I'm sitting there going, <laughs> because they see this shit, and the whole world sees this shit, and this is why I have guys who were, like, when prospective members come into masonry and they Google this, and this is the first article that comes up, and I have yeah. to try to explain this to a guy. Here's the thing. At some point, jurisdictions are going to have to get involved and be like, no, when you act like a clown, we're going to do something about it. So, Chuck, the story so I hate to say this. I, I really hate to be the bearer of bad news, but the I, I know it, they don't they don't they don't interact within Grand Lodges. No, no, no. Whatever they want. Yeah, no, no. no. So the Conference of Grand Masters is a paper tiger. It's a ballless paper tiger. I know, but uh, I, I'm not. So I'm not talking. I'm not even talking about that organization. I'm not even talking about that organization. I'm just talking about the Grand Lodges in general. But so that takes out one avenue. And then when you do have Grand Lodges that grow a pair and decide to chastise other Grand Lodges, that never ends well for the Grand Lodge that decides to do the chastising. Well, again, because I come from a jurisdiction where we attempted to chastise another Grand Lodge and it did not end well. 
Mm, I vaguely remember. It did not end well. And so you have ah, Grand Lodges that, because of that, decide to have to go ballless. And, and I hate to say that. When, but, when, did, when did Masonry become an appended body of the Eastern Star? Um, okay. Around so, the time the Eastern Star was formed, I, I think you're, you're, you're talking uh, about the guy, the guy who practices in the Eastern I mean, Star Lodge in Hall, Western Pennsylvania. This this whole story gets this whole story gets even worse. And by, yeah, worse, yeah, by the way, by the way, kids, we're not done. No, no, but wait, there's more. There's more. Oh. there's yeah. more. Okay, which where, which direction do you want to go from here? Oh, I, I hold on. Which, which piece do you want to throw in? The same one Hodap did, and I thought he was genius for doing it because <laughs> this grandmaster from the Are you talking about the body I've referenced several times? Yes, indeed, he yes, is. Yes, yes. So the this grandmaster of Carolina <laughs> is the number two guy at the North American uh, Council of Grandmasters who gets together conference. Conference, conference of grandmasters. Yeah. Well, they get together once a year. Um, I almost tripped over them last year for my annual trip to Western Pennsylvania. Um, Wait, no, last year they were in the Black Hills. Were they? Ah. Yeah. But anyway. But you ended up on a flight with a bunch of them. Yes, I did. <laughs> Awkward. Um, <laughs> so this guy's number two at that. North American Conference of Grandmasters. They're not meeting in person. They're meeting They're meeting via Zoom. And as a Grandmaster of South Carolina who's put forth an edict that Masons in South Carolina cannot communicate via Zoom, does he now have the nuts to recuse himself from going to that? Of course not. Or, or is he going to be a hypocrite and full of shit and attend? And if he does... Are there actually be some grandmasters that have some testicular fortitude and actually mention it? So, because, you're absolutely correct. Because uh, we yeah. formed this whole fraternity because royalty and patriarchy and matriarchy and kings and queens suck, but he's acting just like that. So, I think we all know what's going to happen. Nothing. And, and so, I hate to say this. No, I don't hate to say this. Uh, but this is a sad piece of the puzzle, as far as I'm concerned, from my standpoint. Um, so, I have a Sir Knight here in um, my grand jurisdiction. He is a past commander. In fact, as of, I think it was May, he was still the sitting commander of one of my commanderies. A year ago, he retired and moved to Carolina. Oh, I know which one. And, and so even though he is not a South Carolina Mason, because he lives within that grand jurisdiction, he falls under this edict. He is a Mason 
residing within that jurisdiction, he falls under that edict. He cannot participate within his own commandery. <laughs> I would go to the Grandmaster who is, well, I, I take this back because South Carolina is obviously possible. But to see the Grand Lodge of Jupiter and Christ and that one with the flagpole up to another state, to that appendant body, to enforce. They would, they, would they, be within his rights and prerogative to bring this this <coughs> brother up on charges had this brother violated that edict. But I would hope that any receiving Grand Lodge or Grand Appendant body with that charge getting it from them would go, no. Well, well, if you, if you, it, flawed, we don't have that op option. If, if he ran it up to Gecht, um, you he know. has violated Masonic. You are obligated to obey yep. the Masonic of wherever you happen to be. If you break a Masonic law while you are in Colorado and a brother brings you up in charges in Colorado while you're there, you're screwed. Now, I, now, I hate when you're it, right. It's funny. So there is another there is another um, podcast out there Not that, that. Uh, that happens to come from the Rocky Mountain area that um, he dealt on this issue more so even more so from a legal standpoint, Masonic law standpoint. And uh, he just rips it in, into a new one. And he made sure that he got that posted out early. I he he went to um, he recorded that about four days earlier than he would normally record in that an episode, and he made sure he got it posted that night. Huh. Well, and, and again, th this is, in all honesty, probably the. I'm not saying. The After Lodge podcast is the best uh, means of doing so, though we may be we're part. I can hear Harlan's O-ring tightening up from up here. I really do believe that there is something to be said for. I think I just popped uh, a hemorrhoid. I'm not done. I'm not. You're you're not going to hate what I'm going to say. I'm actually going to be. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm I've toned myself down. I've I've turned myself off of eleven. Is that? Oh God, he went to twelve. No, <laughs> I went plaid. Um, there is something to be said for public shaming, and the thing is, at the end of the day, I don't care what apron you wear, what titles you have, what jewels you wear. We are all craftsmen who work in the quarries, the metaphorical quarries. And I will tell you what, if you can't handle your brother busting your balls, like a, working on like a, your nuts like a f***ing speed bag, you have no business in an organization full of men. So a little public shaming and going, hey, this guy's a f***quit. It might not stop the current f***quit, but it may, might make the next f***quit think a little bit harder. Am I going to be a quit? So, you know, I I understand what you're saying. I I 
actually stumbled across a piece today that addresses this issue almost perfectly. And unfortunately, it was written 50 years ago about events that occurred 50 years before that. Um, and, you know, if you don't mind, I'm just going to quickly read a little piece of it. A half century ago, I am told that even today in some areas, Grand Lodges were ultra conservative, ruled by what properly be called cliques. Due to the practices of the Grand Masters appointing their prodigies at the bottom of the official line, who with the passage of time eventually became Grand Masters of Grand Lodges and in turn appointed future Grand Masters and thereby denying the craft in general the right of selection of their governing officials. This undemocratic policy may have resulted in securing some outstanding men as Grand Masters, but it also guaranteed obtaining many incompetents in that office whose only qualification was being that fortunate appointee of a friend to whom a permanent obligation was obvious. And since it is the right of the Grand Master to appoint his committee chairs, he appointed his friends and past Grand Masters who were of that same mindset. Thus continuing and enabling this idiotic practice that has continued throughout most Grand Lodges worldwide. Well, at least throughout the U.S. Accurate. And, and John, you want to hear where I found that article? Oh, God. You're going to laugh your freaking ass off at this one. Oh, where? I found this on the Website for the Grand College of Rights. Oh, <laughs> oh my God! How's that for game over? Oh, God. I want to punch a cat. <laughs> and, and the funny thing, so um, I, I wish I could say it was written by a brother in South Carolina. <laughs> But it was written by a brother from a state from the state just to the north. Well, and 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 here's the other issue too is that there are times when grandmasters do behave badly, and then it blows up spectacularly in the purple people ears faces, and men who may not agree with it get caught in the blast radius as we are aware Jim yeah and that is my other concern is that when at you know Arkansas pretty much has attempted to pretty much become the North Korea Freemasonry well and so but South Korea, South Carolina as far as I know it's at some point we'll have an in-person election and Someone might want to remind all their men up for election at some point that elections have consequences. And sometimes those consequences is because you 
did <laughs> dumb shit. And you pissed a lot of people off. And if you get enough votes and you lose, you may be some middle-line grand line guy who didn't really agree with this and might have even told the grand mass you don't agree with it. And now you find yourself sitting on the sideline as a nobody. Hey! Um, and You're singing my tune. You resemble uh, that remark. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, wasn't, I wasn't pointing a finger at you, but James knows what I'm talking about. I, and I do. And when when those the thing is when those when that bomb goes off, and it, this has happened in a, many of us on our jurisdiction, where the craftsmen just go, no, F- you. So, unfortunately, very rarely does it happen. And the situation you're referring to, yeah, I think we need to save that for a whole other topic and whole other uh, time. No, I, I won't. I won't air that one here on the air. Um, I, I do know it's good for me, but to be fa- to be to be fair, um, so um, I can yeah. also say there's going to be one Grand Mazu who will never be a f- at this point. Well, okay. <laughs> well, those are whole other stories. Gonna have to. You guys are killing me over here. <laughs> We're on the air, damn it! I didn't say anything. Uh, I have no one. I, 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 dude, I, 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 I'm, I'm never getting that degree. I know what I know what I am. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I look terrible in a white hat. I look terrible in a red hat. So it's funny that you made mention of a uh, grand jurisdiction um, whose river runs through the majority of the great state of Oklahoma. Um, What? Home of the most famous uh, white trash chain store that possibly could exist on the face of the earth you know it's funny because that state and Carolina within the last 10 years have both blacklisted the shrine for various reasons oh that's right South Carolina did that to the shrine too didn't they yes they did in fact, wait, who was the grandmaster when that occurred? Oh, I believe it was the prosecutor. Yep, it if, was. If I remember right, I believe it was the prosecutor. It was. That That's just a whole other outside topic. Um, you know, you've got that uniqueness. Private picks and quarrels have always infected masonry. Even though within every installation ritual that I've ever read or ever performed, private picks and quarrels are to be avoided. Now, unfortunately, unfortunately, masonry 
is infested with humans. <laughs> yeah, just like it? the just like the Bible may be the infallible word of God. It's read by men. He hired the worst freaking transcriptionists he could possibly find, otherwise known as man. Well, as I put it, you know, we we give our heads of bodies, whether it be a lodge or a appended body or even as a grand, a grand whatever, that, you know, we, we restore them ultimate authority and we want them to be the benevolent dictator, you know, from the, like, ancient, you know, the Roman Republic, where they wield this great power for the good of our organizations and relinquish it at the end of their term. And unfortunately, we find out is that they more act like dictators in freaking North Korea, where mainly they are dicks and potatoes at the same time. How many times? What's that saying about absolute power? Three? Huh? Three? Live streaming is on. And we're back! Yes, but Caesar was not the benevolent dictator. He was just a dick potato. Ah, you had to, you had to do it, didn't you? He did. Dick potato. Timmy sprinkles. Also known, or in their more, or in their more. Uh, Shows never making it terms. Schlong <laughs> fries. Never making it to the air. Schlong fries, Harlan. How about that one? Cock waffle. Oh my god. Twat waffle. That too. You notice? Mm-hmm. I think this is the quietest I've ever no- I've ever seen Harlan. Mm. No, there's no. no win for me here. <laughs> <laughs> you well, were both. Well, again, we you know how many you- years I've put in the line. I just want to be one day, and I'm we- gonna I'm gonna make it to the election night, and then be tossed out of the right before installation. So- I'm gonna choke my 30, 32 hat, going hi, <laughs> so, Harlan. <laughs> Join chapter. I always said in my mother valley that I would be the first venerable master to ever be wearing a black hat. Oh, I'm not even talking about the hat color. I'm just talking about time in the line, man. Time in the line. No, Harlan. These are two year terms. I'm talking when you look at the pictures of all the past venerables of my mother valley. Yep. They're all white hats. I flat out said I will be the first and only ever to be a black hat when I'm venerable. Unfortunately, I moved before I ever had that chance. Uh, I wouldn't say unfortunately because I moved to the neighboring valley. It was probably a good idea on your part. All of our, well, not all, but most of our venerable masters are black hats. Yeah, not up here. Yeah, no, not in my valley. Well, I'd say it's about 50-50. Usually, there's yeah. a lot of guys that get that become KCCH the same year that they take over yeah. as Venerable Master. But it's it's a it's a 32nd degree line. Like, it's... Is that everybody the behind them are black hats. So, so as an NMJ guy, is, is that Venerable Master what is equivalent to my commander-in-chief for my valley? No, it's no, the, no. the guy in charge of the Lodge of Perfection. Well, so... so 14th Harlan, degree. Again, you have to remember he belongs to the non-Masonic, the non-Masonic jurisdiction. Right, right, I, I forget. I say, I mean, uh, I'm not in either. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, because the, 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 I'm, I'm in line... Confused. 
than no pants is, and no pants is northern jurisdiction. But Jeff following the conversation. And and I'm I'm also in the my line for the logic perfection. And there was well, someone on my phone call earlier who is a many times thrice uh potent master, which is that of our logic perfection. Right. But so the thrice potent yeah. is the venerable master. But okay. in my mother valley and in most in most southern jurisdiction valleys, the venerable master actually runs the executive council. They run the valley. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know that's our commander in chief, and he's in Correct. the consistory line, and th- and those Correct. are two year terms. And however, our logic perfection, and I don't know if this is jur- NMJ anyway, but at least in my valley. We're the only line that has two votes for the executive council meeting. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, the uh, again, again the, the, the the thrice potent and the the deputy, Chuck, of which I'm neither. I'm the, the son. I, again, circus. <laughs> you want to repeat that again? I know the dumb Hold on, oh, he, he's from up up there. I got none, Masonic. You're a dick. Sorry, I'm probably gonna get sued for that. Yeah, as a why? Why do you as somebody who is legitimately a, a, a partially hair compared, I I, uh, I find that very funny. <laughs> oh, oh, I've been blown up. I can't hear shit. That's how I talk. Actually, most of the time. That's well, 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 that's just my word. Well, well, actually, to be fair, John, you talk like that because usually there's a grand purple people's hand up your ass like mine. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Wait, you guys have the mirrored room in the basement of your Grand Lodge too, huh? <laughs> oh no, oh no, they 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 don't do it there. They just do it wherever they find me, and uh, they, make, make, me, make, me, make, make me squeal like a Wookie. <laughs> well, and James comes from a jurisdiction from the Scottish Rite. His his valley is actually oh, does the work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up. <laughs> I <started laughs> that jurisdiction. is rare. No, it is. But there's two there's two valleys that are eleven miles apart. That's stupid. It's not eleven miles. It's only five. Is it only five? I thought it was like yes. seven or eleven. So it's five. Yeah, yeah. It's five between the two. Yes. Is that crow's flies or like the the actual like you know? Yeah. Go. It, it, okay. Fair enough. It's probably eleven miles. One mile by road. Five, five it, by straight it's shot. Five by fly. Well, yeah. to be fair, would be James where, where we live. You, as you know, getting people to cross a bridge or drive like five miles is like asking them to get on a rock and go to the moon. Same way where, same way where, yes, my mother valley is. You that don't drive sense. across You're, the river. Minnesota is gigantic. Connecticut is the size of my thumb. Yeah, your state can fit between this gap between our two valleys. So, so the funny thing, you're not far and, off. And, and I've shared this with several people. So when I was Southeast Area Deputy Grandmaster. I remember those days. I had 12,500 miles that I covered. Yeah. The Southeast Area was 12,500 square miles, give or take. Otherwise known as five times your current state. No, no, no. That is Connecticut. That is all of my current state. Rhode Island. Right to the east. Known as Rhode Island and <laughs> Providence Plantations. And a good chunk of Western Mass, too. 
and half of Massachusetts. Yeah. All Western Mass, yeah. <clears throat> you th- you think about that. That is effectively half of New England. Yeah. And there's like 12 lodges in that space because it is void. Oh, no, no, no. I had 32 lodges. Active? Had, at, when I started, Ish. I had 32 lodges. Ish. Yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> no, I know. Uh. Well, so even when I was Metro West area deputy. Well, you're here. You're definitely Metro. Guess what? <laughs> uh, it was still almost a wow. <laughs> a delayed reaction there. Huh? Yeah. Wow. Yes, Jeff. I was slow on that one. Thank you. <laughs> That's what she up. said. Hard to start. He's oh. hard to stop, but he's in the middle. He's on game. <laughs> oh, damn it. I shouldn't have had the second alchemist. <laughs> Again. I understand why I associate with, with circus. <laughs> I understand why circus associates with me. What I still understand is why people like you and Sean associate with either the two of us. There's the two of us, yeah. <laughs> willingly. Like, you willingly associate with us. And for so, some reason, you like me. I don't know why. Because so, I broke him in. Oh, so am, I, am I sloppy? So he's my sloppy seconds? Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, no, no. You're my... Wow. No, no, no. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I, I sent him I sent him to you like a freaking ranch fence gate banging in the wind. That was... Yeah. Oh, that's what... There were others that broke me before Circus. Oh, yeah, no, they're, they're friends of mine, too. Yes, they are. So, I... Circus, did I tell you um, I saw a meme uh, this last week that I wanted to uh, forward to you, but unfortunately I couldn't. It was a motor, uh, an old guy, probably a 70-year-old on a motorcycle. The verbiage on it was, you know, effectively, um, you know, Stay young for as, as long as possible. When I looked at it, the only thing I could see was the story of you and a certain dormitory with certain motorcycle. Yeah, hence how I got the nickname by riding a wheelie into my front door of my dorms on accident. Correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. Correct. While burning out the back there. So to say, I had to share that with my uh, <clears throat> my council of allied Masonic degree. Because the guy who post the past grand command commander who posted it was on that call. Oh, nice! Thanks. Uh, well, I look forward to my summonses to be yelled at by purple people ears from all the jurisdictions in my state over this call. Well, let's see. I've got one of them on the call with me. Uh, who's going to be? This call has to be released first. I, I was going to say I have yet. <laughs> I have yet to receive any calls. Chuck, have you? Oh, over this podcast? No, actually. I, I've had guys text me and go, again, you're worse in person. <laughs> See, uh, it, Chuck, you're officially not a guy on the podcast then, because unless you've gotten a call, apparently that's like the metric. Because No, no. There, there are some guys who, who find me um, 
Harlan. They, they, I, I had some guys ping me that, like you should curse less and you should do this and you should, you know, maybe try to be funny. Um, <laughs> Don't train yourself now. Apparently, Jeff would like to speak. <laughs> That's why I was just getting ready to say. Oh, is there a hand that went up? <laughs> Jeff would like to speak. Uh, go ahead, Jeff. Oh. That's weird. I think Jeff got to run off and make a burrito. Uh, is he getting Taco Bell again? Probably. Gross. Okay, I wish Wendy, I Taco usually Wendy. Speaking of which, did you see the new design for Taco Bell? Do, do they just like, is it officially just like soft serve ice cream to just like pull it into your mouth and you leave with cheese? No, effectively, it is the drive-through. You pull up into the drive-through, and they serve you via dumbwaiter. Well, okay, I I kid you not. And so, the first one that they're they're looking at building, at least the first one that I've seen that they're looking to build with this design, I believe is going to be in Roseville. Oh yeah. So here, here's the thing with that. I, I routinely, um, I'm not going to say I'm, I'm, I'm beyond eating Taco Bell because obviously I'm not. Is the fact that I've been to Taco Bell through the drive-through line behind like the car that takes like 20 minutes to get my food because someone gets like apparently wants to feed the football team and gets like nine boxes of their 12 tacos through the freaking drive-through. Wait, so, so was it a White House uh, gathering of sports? I see what you did there. But that's politics, and we don't talk that. Thank you. <laughs> God damn it. We do, just not on here. Oh, and, I, I, in general, I, at this point, I just don't because I'm just, I'm just too tired about this. No, I'm yeah, just, I'm just too angry. No, um, you're talking about Masonic one, Sorry, but I know. But uh, holy oh, shit! Holy oh, shit! Did, did Sean listen to a single word we said and has any insightful content before we no, go back and just being in the After Lots podcast? Run while you can. Unmute yourself, Sean. You still we're have possible deniability. Look, Hi, we already know what he looks like. <laughs> Hi, Trace. Bring the dog back. It looks better. That, that woman right there is the real power behind the throne. Just so everybody knows, like internationally. In Minnesota. Other than yes. your wife, I she's about. Yay, we get Jackson. Yay, the dog's <laughs> back. I'll behave now because she doesn't. Is this one at all? Look at no. Don't no. no. worry about behaving in front. Of she's used to me. I'm around. Do you think oh. I need a haircut yet? Oh, oh God, our, our podcast has that made more sense than anything we've said all night. Yeah, right. Actually, to be fair, we just need to ha- you need to get that barking sound and just use that to bleep us out tonight. Yeah. Take it on a soundboard. Take a cut on that. <laughs> so, uh, I could so do Sean, that. Do you, you have mi- any comments on our on our general just actual ranting and anger and just venting about? We've, we've Other... talked about the Grand Lodge of New York, the Grand College of Rights, and now, of course, the Grand Lodge of South of, of, of Carolina. Of Carolina. So whatever James said, take with a grain of salt because he, he's a hippie. <laughs> <laughs> yes! What, whatever John said, well, you know, it's John, so just throw it out automatically. 
That's tough, but fair. <laughs> no, sorry, guys. I was in another meeting, and that took a lot of my attention. That's fine. You're on this call, so therefore you're implicated, and we're going to use you as our getaway, get out your free card. Because you I are definitely all that. To I'm going to name drop you all the way through the kangaroo court. <laughs> so Sean which Grand Lodge is bringing up told the kangaroo say. court? Uh, um, Southern North Carolina, if I heard right. Christ, at this point, it's going to be the Grand Lodge of New South Wales. That may be uh, about the only Grand Lodge we're eligible to join after this. Well, no, but that's only if John is only wearing a thong and is covered up in boy butter. All right, John, get busy. Sacrifices are, are meant to be made. As long as it's your boy butter there, Chuckles. I'm talking, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You guys are in the military. Yes, you. Uh, That's what you I just, said. As long as it's your boy butter, you just keep your boy butter fired off in a or your man gravy fired off in a jar somewhere. I'm. I'm oh good. no, we, we we get butter, boy butter from the grip, the crib. It's in a jar. It's uh, apparently it's really good for getting things in hard places. This has really taken a bad, bad turn. It has. We should probably stop now. What we're talking about, like. Like marginally shipping people, and that's what happened in South Carolina. It it dovetails together. You're, in the case of uh, South Carolina, scissors. Harlan, that implies you think we should have started. I, I did not. Actually. Uh, I said no, that no, no, our Harlan, producer's not going to be here. We can't do this. This is no, all a liability. Oh, oh. We, Harlan we, we, said, we, "Welcome to the After Lodge podcast," and then we just ran his ass right over. Like we we, we oh. didn't meet last week, and I'm pretty sure that was because Harlan was like, "Yeah, uh, I don't want to do this," and then it got stupider. So we're and me and John were like, "Hey, guess what? Um, let's see what? how much worse we can make this." What did you guys do last week? Nothing. Nothing. We didn't Nothing. do anything last week. We didn't meet. Because we, we didn't want to violate any edicts and converse after logically. I, I would salute like to... all of us for violating the South Car- the Grand Lodge of Scurlus. Absolutely asinine stupidity. Well, you know. They, not... And they won't hear this because I don't think they actually know how to use the internet or well, yeah, indoor plumbing. That's a good question. Is listening to this show subject to the same penalties? I'm sure they like to think it is. Well, so once so upon a time they, in West Virginia, they can't this get us. would have been. Well, I to be so, fair, the only reason to go to West Virginia is to buy moonshine. No, no. At, no. at 7 Eleven. So, Easy. So, <laughs> I've done just it. A minute. I've done Talk. it. I'm actually from Pittsburgh. We're talking Talk. about the place of my birth. I, That's I your own. Being, you have I to make tea for that. Be true. Serious. You know, once upon a time, listening to this podcast within the Grand Lodge, as a Mason within the Grand Lodge of West Virginia, this would have been unmasonic conduct. Yeah, but that's just because this would take the entire bandwidth for the entire state <laughs> to download it, and and not even from that standpoint. Just listening and part listening to this podcast would have been. Unmasonic conduct for a Mason in West Virginia. Well, yeah, because they'll freak out. be for a Mason anywhere. All of you should know better than to listen to anything we have to say. That's, that's true. I and and that's believe it or not, that was actually the uh, 
part of the controversy I was referring to with my mother Grand Lodge. You know, my mother Grand Lodge had the balls to stand up and say, you're being stupid. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's West Virginia. Like, that's like, my mother Grand Lodge got slapped, bitch slapped for. Yeah, we got flogged. By who? Everybody. Other Grand Lodges. Oh, was this over the whole thing 10, 15 years ago with the expelled PGM and the. Yeah. Oh, my God. I remember that. Those are good times. And so, literally, the, the day after. The newly installed grandmaster had to literally fall on the sword. And people who run the grand bodies in our states, in this country, and around the world wonder why people under the age of 45 have a hard time wanting to come to anything that we do. Yes. Because, as I said, you can buy the interwebs if you know where to find it i'm not saying the book well and and again because the point of again with some like secrecy is not i can hand you my original book and translate you in english and you can memorize it and you can know the grips the signs the words the secrets the sign and it doesn't make you a mason because the point of our secrets is if you can't keep something so stupid a secret we can't trust you with the things that we actually do care about personally. That's but the so, point. Here, here's the funny thing. If you think about it, everything that we teach within our lessons is public domain. Well, not only is it public domain, it's taught by almost every other religion and esoteric society throughout the f-ing world. You want to know the lessons of masonry? Grab a copy of the Old Testament. Open you want to know your the lessons of the Grab the New Testament. Open your fucking mind. Yeah. You want to see the secrets? I, I told the guys, you, you guys want to see the secrets of Freemasonry? The real secrets? Go to a lodge with a bunch of guys having a barbecue, throwing horseshoes after they've all had a bunch of hard week at work. And I can't describe it, but. I mentioned this to a guy. Yeah, I can and I, show it to you. And, and, and mm-hmm. they see it. Yep. And the series of Freemasonry, this, despite our, our bitching and ball busting, well, actually, ball busting is actually part of the series of Freemasonry. Um, but, this, but the lessons we teach are universal. They are taught anywhere throughout the world for those who are willing to pay attention. Yeah. Well, again, my favorite sign ever. My favorite t-shirt ever. I used to have one. It's from Penny Arcade. Jesus says, don't be a dick. <laughs> That's, the, other, yeah. the, other, the other one was I rolled 20s and it had a D20. <laughs> I, again, I am a giant nerd. And by the way, that is a fantastic jacket, Sean. Like, that is that a smoking jacket? Or is that just like a... Is that from Star Or is that just a Valor? Nehru jacket. Ooh. Is that Valor or Nehru? I think it's a Valor Nehru jacket. Ooh. Seriously, dude, get off the bridge of Discovery. 
Somebody else needs to take that. I didn't realize we're venturing into. I didn't realize we were venturing into After Lodge Skinamax. This Manu Manu. This is Duluth Trading. Oh yeah, Duluth Trading Company. I'm wearing their. I'm wearing their pants. Pants or underpants? No, they have some nice underpants. No pinch. No stink. Look at you guys wearing pants, you f***ing savages. Yeah, well, you know. Oh, good. Crotch go. shot. Whoa. 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 Wasn't crotch shots. Crotch shots. Where are the rules? I did not give a crotch shot, did I? I yes. yes, you did. And I hope the hair down there is shorter than the hair up top, because Jesus H. Christ. Oh, <laughs> I, I did not. You're going to need something with a pull starter. <laughs> I deserve that one. Yep, I'm the I'm the fourth. Here's my balls. <laughs> Boom. I was going for the pants. I found I was going for the pants, not to cry. Oh shit! I'm I gotta sorry. say, I gotta say, I don't see any bulge in your pants. Hey, you. Wow. <laughs> All right, now that that's actually a step up from the risk we've been taking earlier this evening, I'll allow it. Tonight's podcast is going to be, with this supposed to be 15 minutes long. <laughs> He's always so, talking about James' junk in his pants. It's going to sound like an old TV test pattern for at least a half an hour. This is going to be the intro to the next We're going to have a big circle with the Indian head in the middle of it, just the black and white, for a little while. <laughs> it's just pictures of atom bombs going off and train track exploding. <laughs> Mark's the Dogecoin dog popping up every now and again. Just well, because... I, I think I think my my third episode is now going to be memorable. We'll make sure that happens. Oh shit! Hey, I'm a regular guest now for some god awful reason. Because yeah, we're trying to figure that out too. Well, again, that's your fault. That's because we just do what Bruce tells us. That's for all of you purple people eater types listening. That's uh, that's our story. <laughs> And we're sticking to it. <laughs> and his email address is bruce at go f- yourself.net. Oh, oh, all right. Oh, my God. Oh. <sighs> wow. Well, you know, I, might not be, I might not be listening to this one for a while to put me to sleep. Chuck, I mean, how much fucking work do you want to make for Bruce? Or for Harlan? Yeah. Bruce doesn't do any work. He tells us Bruce what to do. Bruce doesn't do a thing, but he shows up when he's not on vacation. But we got Harley. He's got to do all these ads to edit out the that we keep throwing out in the middle of the podcast. How much work do you want him to do? John's going to get the beat to go. So, you. I hate John, this. I, uh, it's going to be one I love you, brother. Beat. Well, it definitely shows the first you. told you the word. <laughs> You're my Adjective, hero. Adjective, noun, verb, adverb. I don't noun. have enough beer, and I can't get more because... There's ice. <laughs> Baby. <sighs> Amateur. Well, I was going to say that you can't get more. I, I can't get more because they're closed now. I'm just going to go to my f- beer fridge and grab another one. Well, again, you have a third alchemist. You're going to be sleeping on the couch tonight. Um. Well, I am. Probably sleeping on the couch already at the rate he's going. <laughs> you, you know, I honestly don't know if I've got a third heady topper or not. Because most of my heady toppers have moved to far northern Connecticut. To who? You don't have um, to say their name. So, 
Oh, Chuck, you may not be aware. I now have a place in far northern, what I refer to as far northern Connecticut for COVID oh. reasons. Uh, oh. Connecticut. And, and when I say far northern Connecticut? You mean old northern, old Connecticut, right? Well, I mean far northern Connecticut, so far north. Uh, when I go to the top, I can see Quebec. I can see Montreal. I, I, I was going to say, uh, what was it? Uh, New Connecticut or whatever oh. it was that went back back before it was an actual state and still. I, I didn't it. think Connecticut was geographically large enough to have a north or south. Or no, uh, no, at, no, no. At one point, it was either Vermont or New Hampshire. Actually, used to be so now, called New Connecticut Harvard, or something. Harvard. Here's your history lesson. If you can't hit it with a frisbee, it's far northern Connecticut. All of you there Yanks look a, the same to me. There is a state just above western Pennsylvania there that was once upon a time referred to as the Western Reserve. Ontario? That is the Western Reserve was Connecticut. Yeah. You you had what was it? You you had New Connecticut or Upper Connecticut what the hell it was well, called because so of the because of the river. If you look at a certain river that flows north, the Connecticut River, uh, correct. Um, you know, all of the original towns along that river are Windsor, Hartford, Weathersfield. Mm-hmm. What do those sound like? Oh, the first three towns in Connecticut. Uh, I know he's. Oh, okay. I know exactly what you're talking about. Hmm. Let's see what. Oh, hell. Sorry, I'm looking through the beer fridge trying to figure out where I'm going. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm taking a knife in this. Yeah, you you can kill it. To get All the right. Up. Yeah, I was just Thanks for listening to episode 266. Brothers of the After Podcast, I'm, I'm, we may call this 265.5, the uh, bonus edition for the episode that may never air. Well, that's because that's all that's going to be sold. Unnumbered archives, it's yeah. Like the the post-outro credits. You can find the show notes for this or actually published episodes at www.afterlodge.com. Find us if, on Facebook. If you'd Twitter. like to be a guest, email our, email our producer, Bruce, at gofyourself.net. <laughs> wow. You know, there's going to be somebody that has that domain <laughs> Bruce. I hope so. <laughs> because hope so. somebody who would own a domain like that is likely named Bruce. The odds are good. Uh, <laughs> I then lost the train of thought. Shoot me an email at afterlodge at gmail.com. Hang out with us on IRC at irc.snoonet.org, pound sign, Freemasonry. Don't come if Send you're from North Carolina because you're not allowed to be on IRC. Uh, you should follow the edicts of your grand jurisdiction. That's important. Uh, we, we encourage obedience to the Grand Master, even if it's dumb. Even if he's a... Uh, but, you know, you elected him, so elections have consequences. Fix it next time. And Get in, losers. We're going to purgatory. <laughs> I don't have that.